the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Pastor Scott Show. We are here, in fact. And uh, it's good to be around, and uh, we're punching some buttons up, but uh, we're here live with you, and it's that kind of a day for Wednesday, 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. We're going to be giving away some tickets today on the show for the Resist the Drift conference that's coming up, marriage conference, marriage conference that's coming up uh, this Friday and Saturday, so you want to stay tuned for how to do that, and uh, it's good to be with you. Hope you're having a good day, a good Wednesday, and uh, you know, I don't know, I, uh, how did how did the uh, Halloween show go for you? Did people come to your house? I've had uh, mixed conversation with people. We had a lot of kids, but not as many as last year. You know, we've had... Uh, Last year was unbelievable. I was talking to a neighbor about it. I thought, why did we have so many? And I think it's because last year was the first real Halloween after the COVID, right? So kids were just, uh, it was backed up for two or three years. But uh, we had a pretty good night uh, as far as a number of kids. And my kids uh, came home with way too much candy and I ate too much candy. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm wondering how you're feeling today. And I'm telling you this because I've sort of hit a wall. You ever hit a wall where you're like, you know what? I just I just have to clear my mind somehow. So I thought about this. I thought we all get to that point, I think. What do you do? What is a, a healthy thing you do? And in particular, if you're listening and you're a Christian, what do you do when you're kind of in a funk, when you can sort of realize, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm not feeling it today, whatever that is, right? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. How do you encourage uh, one another with that? You know, I might just be feeling the uh, the pizza we had last night and uh, the Halloween candy. That might be completely my day. That might be your day too, though. I've thought about that. Uh, but you know what? It's an uncertain time, and I spend too much time doom scrolling. You know what doom scrolling is? You get on your phone, and you're just uh, scrolling on the Twitter machine or uh, TikTok for some of you, and it's you know there is so much negativity or other stuff out there. And part of it, I'm doing you know my job. It's research, and I find out some stuff. But sometimes I just scroll. And I scroll, and you know it's it can bring you down. I try to find people who are uh, more entertaining, but uh, sometimes uh, it just brings you down. So, you know, what do you do to get out of it? What do you do when you just feel like you know what I got to reset? You know, I'm not talking about like a major life crisis. I don't have that going on. You know, I mean those things you got to deal with, and you got to those things come along. But you just have a day where you're just off. Uh, What do you do? Do you pray? Do you go for a walk? Do you read scripture? How do you draw near to God in that that kind of day? Do you think about it? 888-528-2557. Maybe you take a nap. What do you do? 888-528-2557. You know, I think it's important. 
and all the stuff going on in the world. We can talk about it. It's what we do a lot on the show. But I thought, you know, we should take some time to encourage each other through this because you got stuff going on in Israel and you got the stuff going on in our own country. And, uh, you know, it's a lot. Plus, whatever's going on in your life. Uh, plus, uh, you know, all too too much candy that you got. And you got pressures of life. Thanksgiving is coming up in 22 days. It's early this year. It's like the very, very early Thanksgiving. Almost, I think it can be one day earlier on the schedule, right? It's the it's the fourth Thursday of the month. Is that how it works? Something like that. Uh, anyway, twenty third. That's uh, that's Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving is my favorite. Uh, that's coming up. I got to work out those deals because I think we're having people over. Do you pray? Do you go for a walk? Do you read scripture? A couple of things about God. I just thought you know today's a good day to talk about this in. The, with respect to everything going on. God is transcendent. Do you ever think about that? It means he's above everything else. Uh, he is unmatched. There is nobody like God. When you read in the Psalms and you get into the scriptures, it talks about this, that God is a God who is a, a holy other. It's something that is way beyond our ability to to comprehend. And I think sometimes we struggle in our faith when we're trying to comprehend God when we are trying to figure out why is God doing what he's doing? Why does God do that? And, you know, that'll bring you down because you're never going to understand why God does what he does. You know, one of the reasons that you you worship God, one of the reasons that you go to church, which hopefully you're doing regularly, you gather with other believers and you worship God, is not to sing songs to other people or for yourself, but you're supposed to sing it to him. And you do that because he's worthy of it, because he's transcendent. He's above everything else. He's worth our worship. You know, he's the one who set the moon and the stars in space, whose glory rises above the heavens, the great king. That's that's the Lord. God, the interesting thing, though, about God, and here's why this is important. God is also imminent, meaning that he's near. He's transcendent and imminent. Not to throw down some, uh, you know, big words for you, but uh, I think you can handle it. He's, which means he's near, so God is transcendent. It's kind of above all and out there in such a way that you can't comprehend. But at the same time, God is near. He's intimately related with his creation. And, you know, that is an amazing thing. This is the imminence. He is near. He is intimately involved in your life. He's not only the creator, but he is also the sustainer of the universe. And this is where we have to put our hope. I think that we... You know, I was reading so much stuff today about is there hope for our society? And while I'm doom scrolling, you know, one of the things that I think about is what are we going to do about a all these kids who are who are finding out that they learned things wrong the last few years, particularly in the university? You know, what is it? How, what are we going to do for them? Because some of these kids who are, you know, there's stuff that uh, gets viral online. In fact, there's there's a bunch of videos today of people stealing Halloween candy. Did you, have you seen this where there are people who come to the houses, a lot of the houses where I live, uh, people just put out a bowl in front of their house and they weren't, didn't bother handing it out and the kids come by. And I think that most, most of the time you take one, maybe two if you're pushing it, right? But you take a candy and you move on because you know the bowl is there for the rest of them. But the videos that are going viral today are of not kids taking the entire bowl of candy, but moms or dads taking the entire bowl of candy with their kids. So they're essential, and everybody knows that's stealing. And so what you have are viral videos where everybody is stealing, where mom and dad are showing their kids how to steal this candy, right? 
And uh, and it is candy. In case you came home with you know a bowl full of candy, you know, you're only trick or treating for five minutes. How'd that happen? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we just took it all from Fred's house and we're done. The entire bowl. Now, what's happening though is that these people they're getting filmed because everybody's got that ring doorbell, right, and cameras in front of their house, so it's there, and some of it has audio, and you hear them saying to their kids, "Here, take as much as you want. Let's just take all of it." That kind of thing. So. What's happening, though, is these people, their videos are getting posted online, and then people are tracking them down and figuring out who they are. So these parents are becoming famous for stealing Halloween candy from uh, from the people's homes. There's all kinds of things. And, you know, a far more serious thing, there are people becoming famous for their online statements or signs that they're carrying in these marches that literally talk about killing Jews or something horrible. And they're getting fired from their jobs. There's a couple of accounts I follow where that's deliberately what they're doing is, hey, do you want this person being your doctor? Look at what they did. Oh, no. And then they're getting fired. And I and then all these kids who are losing opportunities and and I'm thinking, well, they're they're going to be here. How do we rescue them from their own failures. I think about that a lot. It brings me down a little bit. And then I have to remember that actually my hope is not in these kids. My hope is in God. My hope is in a God who teaches and instructs us about repentance and a God who shows us that we can change our life around, that we can get through things that are embarrassing. Uh, 888-528-2557 is the number. This is the Pastor Scott Show. What do you do that helps you uh, when you're in a little bit of funk? You need to get closer to God. You need to remember where your hope is. When you need a little bit of encouragement for the day, 888-528-2557. Alistair and Whittier, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Alistair? Go ahead, Alistair. Hi there. Hi, Hi, what do you do when you're when you're kind of feeling low or you feel like you're just need to get refocused? What do you do, Alistair? So what I do is I'll grab the boogie board and go down to the beach and um while I'm in the waves, I'm also in prayer hmm. and get a chance to to enjoy the beautiful sky and the cool water and and the animals that are around, sometimes pelicans diving down and grabbing fish and thank God for what he has made and enjoy it and appreciate him and kind of have a different way of doing that pray without ceasing peace. Yeah. You know, I think getting outside and doing something, especially in today's world, especially if you're living in most of Southern California and you're in a concrete jungle all the time, maybe where you are, we're, we're lucky that we're not that far either from the beach or a place to go hike or even just a big park somewhere. There's something that we can do if we just get out a little bit. That's right. There's yeah. lots of places to go. There are. All right, Alistair, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. I think that's great. I love to do that. In fact, I was thinking about that the other day because I, I have not been out as much as I like to. The schedule doesn't kind of work, but I finally got a good walk the other day, and it was warm and it felt good. October is a great month, but uh, you know, great month to be outside in Southern California. It's, it's like summer light. It's, it's warm most of the month and other stuff. What do you do? 888-528-2557. When you have, do you want to draw nearer to God and you're feeling like you just need a break, you need to reset? Uh, Vicki and Stevenson Ranch, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott, again. Hi, Vicki. I enjoy your show. Thank um, you. What do I do? Um, I do an unplanned trip to the beach and Marina Del Rey, they call it Mother's Beach. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like the spur of the moment when I feel, you know, kind of down or 
just not there. And, you know, that is just what's given uh, in the world today. It's just, it's tough. And I will just get in my car and I will drive the 405 and get down to Marina Del Rey, take out my chair and put up my umbrella. And I will sit on the beach where the sand is and I will watch those waves and I will be in awe of the glory of God. And it is beautiful, and it just kind of aligns me and draws me nearer, closer, and um, I just, I love it. It's just one of my favorite places, but it really connects me um, closer to God. Yeah. And um, I also listen to um, a song by C.C. Winan called Jesus is Beautiful. Mm. Jesus, you are beautiful. And so it's just anything that will connect me. Water is one of those things that connects me, and the ocean is just amazing, and the sun the sunset. Kind of nice to get. Do you keep your beach chair in your car at all times? I sure do. <laughs> I have I have one. I used to be it used to be easier to get out to the beach. Uh it's a lot harder for me, but my chair is still in the car just in case. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's I get, why I put it in there. Yeah. All right, Vicky, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott show. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Peter in San Clemente, welcome to the Pastor Scott show. Hi, I'm Peter Goldbeck, and uh, I just, what I do is I write a gratitude list mm. to Jesus of all the things that I'm uh, thankful for, because it seems like I get caught up in the 5% that isn't going right, and I spend 95% of my time, but when I start thanking God for all the things, it puts me in the right perspective. I remember that he's in charge of everything, and then it just changes everything in my life. It it, it makes the cup half full because I know what it says in the book, and I know where I'm going, and that's to heaven, and it changes everything. So I just feel so incredibly blessed. You know what? You said it's so right that it's, you know, 95% of things might be going right, but that 5% can just bring us down, huh? Oh, yeah. It, it could be. And then you spend all your time on that, and then, then you try and figure out why you feel so bad. And also, I, I spearfish, and I surf, and... When I go with my friends, even if they're non-believers, I always pray before we go in for safety. And even if they don't believe in Christ, they always want to be safe. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a wonderful time when you go in the water because you really see God's creation, you know. You get away from the concrete, the madness. I heard somebody else talking about parks or, you know, any way to get away so you can see God as opposed to what man creates. Because looking at the eternal, you know, this is as close to hell as I'll ever be. And I live in the best place in California. So I I just, I, I feel so incredibly blessed that God had so much grace in my life to uh, allow me to, I don't know, to remember, you know? Yeah. To see all the goodness. You know, I think the gratitude list is a great idea because uh, we have so much to be thankful for. And it's easy to forget about that. Uh, well, I learned it in I learned that in AA. Hmm. I, I've been sober. I've been sober for almost eight years. Praise God! A whole new shot at life, you know. Yeah. And I see my relationship with Christ is it's different. I don't know how to explain it except where it's more. It's real. Yeah. You know, it's more. I it's I don't understand the people who go to church and pretend because it's like if. If I was going to do that, why wouldn't I just stay out and party and play, you know? Right. But, uh, well, I think it, that's it, a. It's so, 
Yeah, I think that's I, a. I'm sorry for cutting you off. That, no, no, that's all right, Peter. Thank you for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Going to uh, the gratitude list, I think, is right. You know, it's uh, maybe you're thinking, I wish I could go out to the beach because we're close to the beach, but we're not. Right? It depends on where you live and what the traffic's like and other stuff. But you know, what do you? Do? What happens if you have to stay home? You know, what do you do when you're just having one of those days, or it's just impossible to uh, get out and do something? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. This is the Pastor Scott Show. Barbara in Covina. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello. I appreciate you taking my call, and and I just love hearing your show, and I listen every chance I get. Well, thank you, Barbara. What do you do when you uh, are struggling or just having one of those days? I'm a senior, home alone, and and so um, I find reading the Bible, it's like a conversation with God, and if I don't have my Bible right handy, I talk to him out loud, and I just think it's wonderful because, like the other gentleman was saying, he doesn't understand the feeling, but I understand what he's talking about, because when you have a, a real relationship with the Lord, it, it's just amazing, mm. but I know we're we're off topic here, but I want to still share, if I may, about Halloween because well, we really want to stay. Year, we really want to stay on the topic, but I think that you're right. Thank you, Barbara, for calling. I think you're right about uh, focusing on Scripture when you're having one of those days. I think that you know we have it. We have the the Bible is actually more available today than at any other time uh, in history because we have it on our phones. And I think you should have a print Bible. You need to have one in print and one that you uh, that's special to you and and something that's important. Maybe more than one, right? But uh, it's when you have it with you, you just have it wherever you go. I like to go to the to the Psalms when I'm just kind of in that uh, little funk, and uh, you know you don't have you can just kind of think about it, and it's worshipful, right? Then they're they're songs and it's poetry. If you go to Psalm 33. And you just take a look at it. It says, uh, sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. There's always, you know, there's so many different emotions that are expressed in the Psalms, but it always comes back to praising the Lord. And it says, praise the Lord with a harp, make music to him on the 10-stringed lyre. Probably you don't have a harp or a 10-stringed lyre with you somewhere, Uh, but you got something. Uh, and then it says, sing to him a new song, play skillfully, shout for joy. I like that verse a lot because uh, it makes me think, why does God ask us to sing for him a new song? I think it's because he gets tired of the same songs over and over again. <laughs> He'll give sing something new to me. I think God does have that going on, right? So new songs are good. I know you got to learn them and the worship leaders got to teach them and it takes a few weeks. And But it's great to have a new song. In fact, there's almost no songs that God keeps around. Did you know that? I mean, if you if you go to a church and you got a hymnal in there, there's probably seven or eight hundred you know hymns in there, uh, mixed with a few readings. Right? How many of those do you ever sing ever in your life? At some point, they were all sung somewhere, but at some point, uh, they were done. There's probably twenty or thirty in there that are that God keeps around, but He likes the new songs. And then it says, "Play skillfully." He also likes it when uh, your musicians practice. Uh, and they work really hard at it. I think that's a, a big deal, too. So you, you get a lot from the song. Um, and then shout for joy. You know, there is something about remembering who God is and shouting for joy, that this is something, it's it's exciting. 
For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. You start to remember what you should focus on, where your uh, hope is. It's one of the great things to do when you are just kind of feeling like you're not sure. Uh, when you're feeling like today's just uh, not a great day, I just need to restart. Get into the scriptures, and I like to go to Psalms. That's what I like to do. And just I just pick one and go through it. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Jackie in Compton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Nice to hear you. You too. How um, you doing, Jackie? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, I wanted to say when... When I'm feeling low, when I'm having a bad day, I look at my grandchildren. I see them a lot. Mm -hmm. So I deal with them a lot. But I just look at them, and I just go up to them, and I just grab them out of the blue, and I say I love you, and I give them a big kiss and hug, and I look in those eyes, and I realize that life is so precious, and I'm so blessed with my grandchildren. And I also wanted to say that I love this topic. I really do, because it made me think, too. It's been a long time since I just picked up my beach chair, and the weather's so great, and I always think about it, and I don't do it. And I say, I should grab my Bible. I should go out there and just pick it up in the morning, because I have time in the morning. Just enjoy that. And I'm hearing these calls. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do very soon. So I love this topic, and thank you for letting me um, chime in. You're welcome. You. You're welcome, Jackie. That's a good one. Think about your grandkids. And like what she's saying is is just do it. You know, when you when you feel something coming on, it's just like a weird day, go out and do the things. It might just take you a few minutes, but it can really change your outlook on the whole day and uh, to become aware uh, that the Lord is with you. You know, sometimes we pray and we say, uh, you know, dear God, please be with us for today. It's really the wrong prayer. The right prayer is, dear God, make me aware of your presence today, because he is with you. It's not like he's not. You know, God, where are you? It's, no, make me aware. And when you take that time to do that, he will. He will make you aware. I got to take a break. I'll get back to your calls when we come back. Ariana and others, we will get your calls as the Pastor Scott Show continues. You can follow me on social media. Give us a follow at Pastor Scott Show, at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be giving away some tickets to the Resist the Drift Marriage Weekend that's coming up this Friday and Saturday uh, in Anaheim. We'll tell you more about that as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you. 888-528-2557. And uh, uh, we are talking about what do you do when you find yourself in a in a funk, when you're just kind of having a weird day and it's not necessarily related to something specific in your life. I mean, sometimes we're just going through hard times, but other times just kind of moving along and all of a sudden you, you hit a wall and uh, things can just get difficult all of a sudden. But right? then's the breaks. Yeah, but sometimes uh, that just happens. What do you do spiritually to draw closer to the Lord? And uh, people have been sharing their thoughts about that, 888-528-2557. Uh, is the number 888-528-2557. I was, what I like to do is I go through scripture and for me, it just works to go through a Psalm. I'll just pick a, a Psalm. You know, it's in fact, it's better if I just sort of do it at random. And sometimes I need to go through two or three, cause maybe it's not hitting exactly what I like, but, um, 
you know, I, I find something at random today. I had one of those days. So I went to Psalm 33. And I just started reading through it. And I started a little bit before the break. If you go to verse 6, it says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep, he puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. You know, when you look at that and you just think of the things going on in the world today, you know, that is the solution, right? The solution to the hate and the violence and uh, so much is the whole world fearing the Lord, the whole world revering the Lord. Uh, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all people of the world revere him. When you know who God is, it's going to restrain you from violence or hate or bad stuff. When you really know who the Lord is, if you're going to fear something, right, this is a, it's just a focusing thing. And the whole idea, you know, that by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, you know, how does the Bible begin? In the beginning, God created. Yeah, he created the universe. Universe, it means one verse. That's the verse. In the beginning, God created. Uh, you know, there's a, such a debate about this and how did God do it and all of that kind of stuff. You know why there's a debate about that, really? I think part of it is because the temptation is to say he didn't create. Or the temptation to say, we can do just as good a job if we just have a little more scientific advancement, which, which makes no sense, right? We can't, we can't do all. Instead of just taking a look and realizing that one of the reasons that God is worthy of our worship is because he did create, and we really don't have any idea how he did that. You know, oh, there was a big bang. I'm sure there was a big bang. You know, the Lord said, bang, there it was. That's what the cliche is. I think that makes sense, right? But other than that, we don't know. He, he did that. And if if God is the creator, then we need to worship him. He's worthy of our worship at that point. He's worthy of our trust and all of that stuff. You know, if you don't want to worship God in your life, then in a way you have to deny that he created you. And if you don't feel like worshiping God or if you know, you have to deny that he's, uh, he's who he is. Um, 888-528-2557 is the number. What do you do to draw closer to God when you're kind of having a funk, you know, or just a, a difficult day? 888-528-2557. Joe in Hawaiian Gardens, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. How are you doing, Pastor Scott? I'm good. How are you? Well, uh, I want to comment about uh, what you're saying. Uh, I When I have a bad day, a difficult day, yeah. Uh, just, I just go to the park. I take probably a mile or two. I start walking and I start communicating with Jesus Christ and and ask him for strength. Yeah. And uh, and 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 guidance because everybody has a bad day. Right. So that's what that's what I do, Pastor Scott. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a such an easy thing to do when you think about it. Yes. But I think it's something that we don't do sometimes, right? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that works for me, you know. Yeah, uh, that's what. Well, well, I think it's. Yeah, a, but. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the right thing. Thank you, Joe, for for calling and and sharing that with us. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Dawn in L.A. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, hello. Okay, this is what I do if I get down. Uh, two things: I pray in tongues a lot. That immediately lifts me up. About ten minutes, I can come out of any. I can come out of it all. Mm -hmm. Now, number two, this is really good. 
I go to a church, and they do teach false doctrine in this church. It's just too. Uh, it's too. Uh, it's you, just you go to a church where they teach false doctrine. Yeah, it's very convenient, but I'm not going to keep going there for long. Oh, yeah. they, <laughs> I give okay, you. So they have, okay, yeah. go ahead. Finish your point. <laughs> okay, so they have this false doctrine, and this really encourages me. Okay, um, I mean it's blatant false doctrine. Marry who you want, homosexuality. Okay. All right. Okay, so I run home, get in the Bible, or I might stew on it a couple of days. I get in the Bible and I search out all the scriptures that refutes that, and then I just jump for joy because I haven't been duped, and um, I really, it cheers me up. Yeah. It really cheers well, me up. you know, Don, can I ask you a question? Why do you go to a church that you know teaches false doctrine? Well, it's convenient, but I'm not going to be doing it much longer. Yeah, I would, fi- <laughs> I would find yeah. another church uh, right away. You're not going to agree with everything yes. everybody says, but if if uh, right. if that's your, you know, your testimony about your church, uh, how do you like your church? Well, they teach false doctrine. <laughs> you know, probably a good, you know, there's a lot of reasons you shouldn't leave a church. You know, every church has its problems and people just sort of hop right. around. Uh, but that's a good reason to leave church. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Don, I would encourage you to go ahead and uh, it doesn't mean you don't love the people or keep friendships and you just... You need a place of fellowship with other believers so that when you read the Scriptures and you jump for joy, you don't have to do that by yourself. Yes, that's true. That's true. Thank you. That encouraged me. All right, yeah, do that, Don. Do that. 888-528-2557. You know, I'm kind of laughing, but it's honestly— I think that's more common. She's just kind of really, really uh, straightforward about it. There was a church uh, not too far away from uh, where I was the pastor, and uh, those people have been in that church for 100 years, everybody going to that church, and they hated it. They just thought it was terrible. They couldn't believe it. You know, they didn't have a lot of, you know, to say that they changed all the songs to kind of be this new agey thing, and they they just have this weird, it's not even Christian but the same people keep going there every Sunday, and then they go to lunch and complain about it, and then they go back the next Sunday. You know, if, if you're, you know, <laughs> if you're sure that your church is teaching false doctrine, like it's not just you don't just have some uh, disagreement on the you know on how to translate a you know Greek word or something here and there. You know, you're gonna all you're gonna disagree with your pastor once in a while. Fine, but if you're like, no, my, my church is a cult. Yeah, my church is, uh, I'm not saying that this is where, where you know, Don's church is uh, uh, this way, but if you're thinking, yeah, everybody in my church, they're probably going to, uh, you know, put on the sneakers and, and uh, put the purple blanket on and go try to jump on a comet. I would say leave that church today. That's a real good church to stay away. I mean, you pray for them, and you pray for them every day, and you keep your friendship there, but you say to your friends, you know, hey, uh, I left the church because uh, you're a cult, because you don't believe, because <laughs> it's false doctrine. And, you say, and uh, they probably think so, too. Uh, anyway, 888-528-2557. There's, <laughs> um, <clears throat> she was right, though, to say, you know, get in the Word, and uh, you can jump for joy because of that. Uh, and when you look at the the scriptures through the lens of what's happening in the world, you know, which can bring you down, like I said, 
you know, when you get in, I was reading Psalm 33. That's what I went to today. Psalm 33, 10, the Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. That encouraged me today. It's not that I didn't know that. I knew that. I knew that already. If you would have asked me, I would have said, no, God cannot be thwarted. I understand that. But, you know, it's such a great reminder to see all of the stuff and go, you know, the nations have plans, and some nations have really bad plans right now um, and throughout history. But those plans are not going to thwart the plans of God, that at at some point uh, the plans of God are all going to be fulfilled in his timing. They stand firm forever, and we don't have to worry about it. Whatever happens to our country, whatever happens in these wars that are going on, uh, whatever, you know, our people's, uh, you know, whatever our thing is, uh, you don't have to worry that God's plan is somehow going to get thwarted, you know, that God's going to be sitting up there and going, hey, wait a minute, what's going on down there in Israel? I had no idea that this was on the calendar. No, it's not how it works. We can be encouraged. God cannot be thwarted. Uh, let's see here. Ellie and Lennox, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello? Hi, Ellie, go ahead. This is Euphemia. Oh, well, I've got Ellie, but go ahead. Hi. Um, what I'm doing, I'm in the funk. What's that? I go to, I go, what I'm doing, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. I go to God's Word, and everybody's covering joy to, to, my, to my soul. Yes. Yes, it does. See, you mentioned Psalms 33. That's why I need to start reading Psalms 33, how God made the earth everything. Yeah. He does Psalm 33. I've enjoyed it today. Yeah, thank you for the encouragement you've given us, especially to me. I need that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. You too. Um, Mary in Upland, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Mary. Hi, I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. Uh, Good afternoon. My question is Acts chapter 10, verse 46, where the centurion sent for Peter, and he came to preach and baptize them at the uh, at his house. But what I don't understand, verse 46, they, after, after they heard the uh, God's word, they speak in tongues. Uh-huh. I thought, Everybody in there understand each other. Why do they need to speak in tongues? Or every time the Holy Spirit comes, people start speaking in tongues? Yeah. Well, Mary, that's a that's a great question. It's a little off topic for where we are today. You know, on, on, uh, but uh, and I got to go to break. I'll just try to answer it real quick here for you. You know, it's something to study and recognize that Christians disagree on what tongues is and what that verse means. So it it would take some study. That's a good verse to actually go through and get people's different perspectives on it. What I would tell you is that when you study that subject, like with any subject, make sure that it's biblical. And whatever practice of tongues somebody does or doesn't do, you know, know, or if they're doing that, does it look like something that was presented in the Bible or not? Because there's a lot of things that people do uh, that have no relation, I think, to what you see in the Scripture. So that would be something to to keep there. And I'm sorry I can't get into that because I have to go to a break. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we'll do a subject on that or on Fridays. Uh, most Fridays we do open line. You can talk about anything you want. But um, we're going to change the subject here because when we come back, I'm going to give away some tickets to our uh, Resist the Drift uh, marriage conference coming up this weekend. And uh, if you and your spouse would like to go and you've been thinking about going, I've got some tickets to give away. And I'm going to ask you this question. We're going to have a little fun with it, okay? Uh, let's see how this goes. What is the What is the craziest dumbest argument you ever got in with your spouse, right? What's the silliest thing, but you got real mad? I got a story for that. What's yours? And uh, if you got a good story, I might give you some tickets. If you can go, it's Friday and Saturday coming up. We'll tell you more as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. It's great to be with you today. 888-528-2557 is the number. Hey, we're giving away tickets to the Resist the Drift Marriage Weekend that's coming up this Friday and Saturday, November 3rd and 4th. It's at Calvary Chapel East Anaheim, and it's put on by Focus on the Family and Salem Media. And our speakers will be Greg and Aaron Smalley, who are um, worldwide uh, uh, teachers on marriage. It's going to be a good time. This is a weekend that's called Resist the Drift, and the idea is to help strengthen your marriage and help you get on the, the right path. And it's for anybody who is married. And, you know, it's uh, you might be in a different place. You might have drifted apart pretty far and you just want to get back on the right tra- tra- uh, page. Or maybe you've just drifted a little bit or maybe you just want to make sure that you don't. This will be a good time. I'll see you there on Friday night and I look forward to seeing you there Friday. Um, and the information is at kkla.com. We're going to give away uh, two tickets uh, to that one pair of tickets. Right? Yeah, two tickets because you're married to one person. And uh, that would be one pair. Yes, well, a pair of tickets. 888-528-2557. What is the weirdest argument you ever had? I don't know if that's a I want to make sure that's a safe question. Like don't start an argument, right? Because you had this, you know. Don't uh, don't use this as the opportunity to say, you know, my wife listens to the Pastor Scott show and I'm going to tell her about that stupid gift that she gave me 10 years ago. Not a not a not time for that right now. I'm talking about you went through something and for some reason this happens in marriage and and you don't think about it maybe going into marriage but my wife and I laugh about probably the worst fight we ever had and I mean we were mad I don't think she's ever seen me this mad and I don't think I've ever seen her this mad and we were angry and I don't even get it it was about what kind of cleaner you use in the bathtub she liked to use Comet and I like to use something else and somehow that turned into a war of the roses. I don't know. And I remember us yelling at each other and pounding the the countertop. And I mean, we were mad. We could hardly speak to each other. And it was stupid. And probably it's about, I don't know what else, but like, it's just the funniest thing. And we laugh about that though today, because the thing is, is that for couples, when you're dealing with stuff, one of the things you got to learn how to do, and that's one of the things that will be talked about at this conference is when you have an argument, you got to push through it so that you're better on the other hand, you know, uh, that you, if you're going to have that kind of argument with your spouse, um, then what you need to do is you want to make sure that you're not arguing to win. You know, you're arguing to get through it together and be better on the other side, right? You're, you don't, if you're arguing to win, you know, then you're probably in trouble. 
if you're arguing to get better on the other side, uh, then it's worth going through that, even if it's something stupid. Uh, got a story to share, 888-528-2557. We're not giving away tickets to everybody. What, what I'm going to do is I'll we'll pick one. We'll have a little vote in here. So uh, when you uh, talk and tell your story, I'll put you on hold so you want to stay with us. Uh, Gersom in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott, thanks for having me on. I actually called my wife on this one, and after we figured it out, I was still a little bit spiced up just thinking about it, but here it goes. <laughs> All right, so I like glass dishware, like a, a cup made out of glass, dish made out of glass. She likes plastic. And so for her, plastic is, is perfect. And so, honey, why can't you just use glass dishware? She goes, it breaks easy when I wash it. I said, why don't you wash softer? And so she was upset. I was upset. There was more broken dishes, but not from each other, right? It was just from doing the dishes. And I was flipping accidentally the plastic plates over because they're light. And so when I grabbed them, it curves around my hand. And I'm just like, man, I almost dropped some food. And so it got us going back and forth. And here we are with uh, some plastic dishware and some glass where this way now when you have when you eat together do you use the glass and she uses the plastic or do you uh give in and use the plastic or does she use the glass um i want to say 80 percent of the time i'm using a glass the other 20 percent is uh, i'm too tired to argue (laughs) (laughs) all right see that's that's a thing all right hold on a second all right hold on a second if you can uh if you want the free tickets hold on so we'll see uh, what else people have to say uh, that's pretty funny. All right, uh, Frank and Silmar, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Frank, go ahead. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, go ahead. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, uh, what did I say? Uh, Frank. Uh, I kind of changed it. It's because it, my wife, she has a pot where she, uh, where she usually boils water, you know, to do anything. But one day I got home. And uh, all the frying pans were dirty, so I used that pot to to fry something on the frying on the on the pot. We uh, we were almost talking about divorce from that. <laughs> because of the pot that you used. No, for the pot. <laughs> you know, I think that's pretty we good. She started talking about divorcing. Oh no! So how'd you work it out? Oh, well, <laughs> I had to buy a new pot for her. Okay. <laughs> That'll make sense. All right, hold on, hold on. We'll see here. Man, the, the lines have lit up for this, uh, so we'll see how many I can get here. Uh, Sarah in Anaheim, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, thank you. Hi, Sarah. Um, yeah, uh, we uh, had just been leaving Disneyland. We had spent the whole day there. It was probably after closing, after midnight, and we were all exhausted. We had our little girl with us. She was a toddler at the time. And we were about to get on the tram, and, you know, it was packed full of people. My husband likes to jump on, even though we have, like, stroller and everything, Uh trying to squeeze into the tram. And I refused to get in just because, you know, it's uncomfortable getting in next to strangers with all your stuff and then holding up the tram. So he jumped on with our daughter, and I refused to get on, and I was so embarrassed because the two of them ended up taking off, and I ended up, we lived probably like 10 minutes 
away from Disneyland. We had a pass at the time. Yeah. And uh, I ended up walking home just because I was so angry. You walked home? With him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, now, you have a stroller. Do you have kids with you, or do you just take the stroller to bring around all your no, stuff? He, no, he took, he, took, he took our daughter in the stroller in the tram. And I, I was the only one that ended up walking home alone. So, yeah, oh, I was serious. Yeah. All right, Sarah, you might be a, a winner here uh, on that one. You know, I have uh, been there with the stroller, trying to cram that stroller onto the tram. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they got those big those big seats in the back where you can just leave the stroller undone, which is the best, right? But then you try to cram yes. it in the with all the and people do they get ticked off because uh, that's what happens at Disneyland. Yeah. You spend a million dollars to go there to get mad. Dirty looks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Hold on, Sarah. Hold on. All right. Gosh, I, there are so many calls here. All right, uh, Nancy and Lomita, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, real quick. Oh yes, yeah. so um, my husband and I were on our way to church, and we were—I was turning left, and I always turn left when I see this specific house with a big, ch- with a very big, tall chimney. And it doesn't matter like what color the, the house is; it just matters that that I know that house with a t- very tall chimney. And he he asked me. So if they co- if they change the color of the house, would you still know where to turn? And I don't know why I just thought that just really bothered me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Are, yeah, are you questioning my mentality? <laughs> right, you should not have said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, hold on a second here. All right, uh, so we got a bunch of calls, and I'm almost out of time here. We're going to pick one of the uh, people who called already uh, for the free tickets. But if you would like to go and and hold on, maybe we'll carry this over because we can give away some more tickets in the next segment. Uh, if um, if you don't get the tickets and still want to go, the Resist the Drift Marriage Weekend is coming up this Friday and Saturday. It's at Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim, and the way you register for that is you go to kkla.com and click on the banner. So you can do that right now. Check it out. Uh, Greg and Aaron Smalley will be there as our speakers, and uh, they do such a great job. They're with Focus on the Family, and it's going to be fun. I've been to these things, and I'll be there on Friday, and I look forward to seeing you there. It's a great date night, too. If you just want something to do with your spouse this weekend and uh, go to it, it'll be refreshing. And if you need the help, it'll help, too. So go to kkla.com. Click on the banner for that. i got to take a break. We'll be back as Hour 2 of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 